and welcome to the Padre Podcast. I am your host, Daniel, but everyone calls me George, and this is my co-host, Mike. You can call him Buzz, because he's a space cadet. Mike, how's it going? Hey, man, how's it going? How's everybody doing? Have another cold-ass day out there. Absolutely, what, absolutely. What are you gonna do? Beautiful day, oh, though. Light, it's light sweater weather. A light sweater. But I got a thick-ass sweater on. Mike, did you hear there's a polar vortex supposed to be coming in this weekend? Polar vortex, right? What else, right? You know, we got fucking <laughs> coronavirus. We got the big-ass hornets now. We got our 5G, and uh, let's welcome the winds, baby. That's it. Yeah. And next, I'm going to introduce you to space. All right, let's launch into this one, Mike. The Apollo 11 moon landing in 1969 actually take place. Head into the chase right there. Buddy, let's go. Think it actually took place? I think did I think it actually took place? Absolutely not, George. Absolutely not. There is no way the Apollo 11 was not it was not a mission, a cast off mission over there. That was just a, a nice Hollywood movie or you know, just pictures. And this, this is it, Mike. Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, the two great astronauts went up into space, landed on Mars, there's video proof, and they came back. They had a beautiful video with the, with the wind the, and the beautiful flag just, you know, staying in the wind. You know, there's just one problem with that, George. There's no wind in, 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 in the moon. You don't know that, Mike. Have you been to the moon? No. Oh. Uh, from, look, what Mike, us, from what they taught us, there's no, there's no wind in the, you know, in the moon. Mike, there's, there's been proof and evidence, and especially from people recently and astrophysicists who agreed that this took yeah, but place. See, and recently, recently, we might have gone to the moon, I believe that. I believe right now we can go to the moon. Do I believe Apollo 11 was the first time we went to the moon? No, that's an absolute, it's a sham. Why? Why would it be a sham? Because we got, you know, like I said, there's some wind there. You know, there's, not, there's no stars there. No, there was no stars in these videos, you know, very limited stars. Hmm. There, was, there was a lot of, there's a lot of uh, theories even online you can read upon. It totally makes sense. Totally makes sense, huh? And they they have this Van Van Allen radiation belt. If you pass this radiation belt, you can. You can... Oh, Mike, you cut off at the end there. Yeah, this this Van Allen radiation belt. Hmm? Yeah, so they're they're saying this thing is like you know a radiation energy, you know, like a, a bubble. And it's just like yo, you know, it's a straight line, and you you pass it, you'll die. It's like being in a microwave or something like that. And and you're saying with the technology they had back then, they weren't able to make it across the radiation belt? Weren't able, but I'm just saying what came from back then, it, like the pictures and the videos and stuff like that, a lot of it does not make sense. Hmm. Well, I'm sure you provide a lot of interesting argument points. I mean, if you listeners haven't uh, discovered by now, you know, we're just, we're, Saying space, space conspiracy, and possibly even forces in space. I mean, 
look, Mike, you, you said yourself, technology now, they can get to the moon. We most likely have gone to the moon. I mean, look, Mars rovers out there. So we have been able to reach Mars, just not with uh, human life yet. Um, I mean, before we go too much further, I, I have to ask, who do you believe in the theories that Earth is flat? Earth is flat? I, I don't believe that the Earth is flat. Um, just because when we look at other planets that are around us, and like, so the sun round, the moon is round, Mars looks like it's round, etc. I believe we're going to be also round. I don't just make sh- like it makes sense in the solar system, you know. Absolutely, I I have to agree with you. I mean, all of our planets are round. All of the the bodies that are in our solar system and also our galaxy, majority of the ones with mass are are circular or spherical, I should say, or but around each other, of course. Yeah, there is a there is a lot of theories on the internet with the Earth being flat. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like some of the some of the arguments make sense, right? Like you can take some of the arguments and be like, okay, like that's that's a good fucking you know, it's a good argument. But aside that is it's it's probably around, you know. Fair enough. Well, listen, Mike. Do you think it's important us to keep studying space and and investing so much money into it, despite all the problems that we still have on Earth? Um, so yeah, I would take I would take the money we invest in space and either you know split it in some sort of way, but I would invest more into the water than in, on than on land. I believe there's more there's more underwater that we need to know and will help us than there is oh, up there. Water, eh? That might have to be our next episode. You know, looking into the deep blue sea. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so then, are you happy with the amount of taxpayer money? It goes towards space research, or would you be happier if they they diverted it towards uh, sea research? I'd be happier, if, obviously, if they diverted the seawater because, like, the, in the sea, you know, like I believe there's more under the sea that we know. There's there been sea. like multiple things that are like we've never seen before that come from the sea. The sea gives us. Yeah, I mean, uh, the sea gives us a lot, granted, I, I can grant you that, but ever since Sputnik 1 entered orbit in 1957, our knowledge of space has, uh, you know, increased so much. I mean, your knowledge can increase, right? You can know more about it, but who knows what you know? Like, who knows that they're actually figuring this shit out, right? It's whatever they tell you, right? You only know what they tell you. Yeah, but I mean, we. we yeah. The that issue is with that true. comes that you know, like, okay, you're using my money for research, you're limiting what I can know. Arguably, our research of space, and and okay, let's even say, let's arguably say that the information they've given to us isn't either all of the information. It's not correct information. Okay cannot disagree with the fact that it has changed our lives and in my opinion for the better um could yeah it could be it could be for the better but the way the you know the government or the higher power works is 
they would rather benefit themselves than you, right? At the end of the day. Isn't that how all human life really is? I would rather benefit my family them? and friends. No, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying, okay, you know, it, it is what it is, right? Can you trust them? Can you trust somebody with your money and then he's going to tell you what you what they want you to know? Uh, fuck you. Fuck you for turning this around on me. It's tough. I I can see where you're coming from with it, but I will ultimately be the vanguard of law and politics and say, you know what? Yes, I, I do trust them because at the end of the day, there's not much that they can keep hidden from. I think sooner or later, shit leaks. Yeah, shit leaks. Of course shit leaks, but um, everything they take is a calculated risk, right? So it's like it's, it's a risk that's most likely going to benefit them. Now, sometimes, you know, 10% gets out, right? 10% is still 10%. There's still a chance, right? Before things to leak, absolutely. But once you gain more and more control, even things that do leak, you can hide very easily because you control everything, right? You control media, you control everything. Look, I mean, our knowledge of space and, and benefits that come from that and what our ability to breach outer space is has benefited us so much. I mean, on the level of, uh, if you want to talk business, Globalism and business that is related to it has has you know, reached this beautiful point. We have so many different businesses that are transnational and international that they really just go across lines. They don't have to be um, divided by nationalistic intentions anymore. But do you you disagree? Do you think globalism is a bit of a, a bit of a problem? See, there's both sides to it, right? It's a give and take. It's never, it's not a give give, right? There is some benefits to it and some things opposing it. I mean, look, communications has increased so much because of our exploration into space. That's arguably how you and I are are interacting. I, I bet you that if we didn't have this kind of thing, we would we would have you know better connection with people. Oh, we'd have a deeper connection with people, huh? Yeah, and that's a whole different topic. That's another, you know, another day. There's a lot about that. Like to say about that. Oh, wow. I think that's more of under the globalist topic. We'll, we'll, I'll write that down to make sure we have it under control for next time. But what about uh, weather satellite? Our ability to predict weather patterns far more frequently. Far more frequently, but I don't know. They're always wrong. I Oh, it's fucking, I see sunshine fucking 28 and I walk outside and it's like negative eight. And I'm like, what the hell happened here? You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how well they predict weather. I, I don't even know if they know what they're doing. I think it was just, I think it's just like a sham. They're just, All right, here's the fucking weather network. You know, it looks like it's going to rain. Very true. Oh. Very true. Well, I think we've discussed uh, enough about space, but let's, let's, uh, break into some of the space conspiracies that are out there. You know, um, we've already discussed the Apollo moon landings. You believe they're faked. I, I, I still believe they're real. But what about NASA as a whole? There is a space conspiracy theory that NASA is a lie, that uh, NASA's whole function is not to explore space, but to generate space-related hoaxes. What do you think about that, Mike? 
don't think NASA came together, jumped the gun, and said, oh, let's fake a landing on the moon. I think NASA came as, you know, a company, and they want to start uh, you know, bringing people to the moon, try to get the first person on the moon there, you know, make a, uh, maybe a military weapon up there or something like that. I don't believe that they came in saying, oh, let's make a Hollywood movie, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they've got funded enough, you know, and they come back with nothing, you know. You, it's hard on you, right? So, you know, here's the money fund. Uh, here's the country funding you, and you come mm-hmm. up with nothing. You know, the spaceship blows up, your guys dies. It's a fucking a mess, right? So why not just sell it off as a fucking Hollywood movie, right? Put it on the stocks. Let people fucking put their money into it, and you know, tell people, oh, you know, we're getting something, and close to it, because you know, I, we see things, right? I never, I don't know, I. Doesn't look like we're advancing much from from like NASA. I don't know. It's more of oh, it's always something gets released, as in found a UFO or something like that. Something like that, you know. Let's let's pick apart your answer there. Um, at one point, you said space weaponry. What uh, you think that uh, the United States or the Soviet Union back in the day were planning to put a weapon out in space? Uh, yeah, actually, back in the day, I believe it was World War II, um, Hitler actually wanted to build something in the sky that would basically be a, sort of a laser or like a reflector of some kind of energy and actually, you know, attack, you can attack a country with it. Oh, you're talking about the sun gun. Yeah, so he had something of that kind of concept, like idea. So I think until now, like, we probably do have that. We would have something in space attack. I did. I mean, that was a uh, orbital weaponry that has been sort of invested in by both the U.S., the Soviet Union, and then before them, Nazi Germany. Like you said, Nazis had the sun gun. Even Ronald Reagan wanted, uh, well, <laughs> he proposed a strategic defense initiative, and he nicknamed it Star Wars after the movie. Yeah. But uh, then... I'll say in in your response, you would also discuss, you know, the fact that what NASA has grown itself up into such a big business that they don't want their funding to be ripped away. Is that what you think? Exactly. That's exactly what it is. If I can make a Hollywood movie instead of go up to space and, you know, invest all the money and everything and keep the money, no, right? The rocket actually took off. There's photo evidence of, uh, the 1969 launch from Cape Canaveral. It's funding. I think you can make a rocket that'll launch from here to to basically Maple, and then I'll come pick you up from Maple. Let's go back. It was a good time. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, land in so, fucking Alps and on Mount, Mount Sinai. <laughs> and then they'll tell me, you know. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair enough. I can see where you're coming from, and also the fact that they they would have, you know, the 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 power to basically control whatever information is coming in. And then I think another piece of your reply before was that, you know, they're not telling us everything, right? Oh, I hear that. I hear that. I mean, I would argue they. Probably don't release everything. I mean, if 
there is arguments for life in outer space, then it is imperative that they kind of put a lid on it. I, like, I believe that, like, everything that they, you know, they impose on us is on increment. Like, oh, like, in teleportation, I believe that it does exist, and they will introduce it in the future. But you can't just introduce it, right? Yeah. Okay. Can't just introduce it. They got to put it in, in, in movies and in shows. So, like, you, you kind of get a grasp of what is happening. It's not like a, oh. just a mural. You argue. You come through, yeah. and boom, like, something happens. Okay, so you're, you're, you're arguing the theory of, like, shocking the system. Uh, it's the same, way, the same thing as COVID-19 happens, and in the Western, not Western Hemisphere, at least in North America, we shut things down slowly instead of, shut, instead of shutting them down altogether. Yeah. Because our politicians didn't want to shock the system, didn't want... Um, Everybody's going to be like, what the fuck's going on? Exactly. Mass panic. I mean, granted, there is mass panic right now anyways, but still, it's a little bit more subdued. But body, you're saying so that... Custom. Our bodies are so accustomed for like a, like just like one path. You know, you're going to wake up, go to work at this time. You know, mm -hmm. you shock your thing with even something as small as, uh, you know, you wake up late for work. The whole day is like, you know, a shock. Like your morning is fucked. Like even something as small as that, you wake twenty, you wake up twenty minutes, you know, later, shock your system. Imagine someone coming up to you, you never heard of teleportation or anything, and says, "Yo, this will teleport somebody from here to there." You're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" True. Okay, I can see what you mean. It'll be such a shock on the system that you won't be able to. You, know, you may yeah. even deny that it's actually happening in front of your face. Interesting. My God. Okay. Well, look, uh, that that level of technology, if it's out there, um, you you believe that they're choosing incremental sort of uh, sort of things. Is that why they the Pentagon declassified the UFO footage? Uh, recently, the Navy footage that shows UFOs kind of like crashing into water or hovering the, above. The two UFOs that we got recently? Yes. Really? Well, I, I don't know if we got them recently, but I think the photo evidence shows it of like 2013. Yeah, I, I do believe there's some life forms out there for sure. Hmm. There is life forms yeah. out there. If that's what, like, that's where we're getting at. Like, yeah, I mean, do you think uh, space programs and and government agencies are in communication with these aliens? Absolutely, I, I do believe that we have communications with the aliens, but maybe it's the aliens running us. I don't know. What if people aren't really people after they've been, you know, maybe over or you know if we have mind uh, things like that we can play mind games with and I, I bet mm -hmm. you that you know life forms up there do have it so lizard people running us I, I believe that's what they call them too lizard people they're lizard people but Mike they recently released this declassified info but 
what about the Roswell, New Mexico UFO crash? You know, June 14th, 1947, uh, some 50 kilometers above uh, north of Roswell, New Mexico, uh, a father and his son in a, on a ranch discovered a crash. Something was destroyed, bright wreckage made of rubber strips, tin foil, tough paper and sticks, and, and it had strange writing on it. And the government set up Area 51 and, uh, you know, made sure that this was all kind of kept hush-hush. That's never been declassified. Is this part of that incremental, you know, release to us that aliens are among us? Um, it could be, yeah. Maybe they could have even probably planned it themselves, like the crash and, you know, made this happen themselves, right? So you know, people will be like, okay, like, so there's some fucking other life form up there. Do you think they figured out about the crash first and foremost and then kind of gave us the little pieces they wanted us to follow? Figured out. I I think they made the crash. It was not even a. It wasn't an alien thing. I think that crash was made. Holy shit! Like they actually came up with the crash just to to fuck with everyone. Yeah, I don't think um, life forms up there would risk their life for for anybody for for down here. If you were something of more, why would you risk your life for somebody of less? is true okay. yeah that's true i mean you would rather the information that's sort of less and and directed where you want it to go rather than the other yeah um let's take a look at another one then okay so one some people believe that there is a unnamed planet called planet number nine um that is Coming to destroy Earth as soon as this month. Actually, I think I've heard of that one. Heard of it's that basically one, yeah. an asteroid rock or something like that that's falling from space, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like there is a chunk that, that came out of it. And this is the one that's fallen, right? Like recently, it's going to be falling soon or something like that, they were saying? They did, yeah, that it's supposed to be coming towards us and crash into Earth. I did hear about that. That's, that's pretty think? crazy. It's crazy. Something you, falls you from... Yeah, it could be, kinda... be something that we, you know, we built up there, something falls out. Or, oh, you know, you there's, there's history that I believe uh, things have been falling from the sky. Yeah, I mean... There are asteroids and stuff like that that do crash into Earth. I mean, we do experience something, some of them every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of them crash into the ocean or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, what do you really think is happening at Area 51? The Hollywood movie, I think it is. I don't know. Who knows what's happening it, there? I think it's just... Uh, Hollywood movie happening at Area They could have invested money into just, you know, uh, like finding things that are like down here on Earth and try to make them up, you know, that they came from up there or something like that, right? It's, it could be like investment in a sham. Like, 
Oh, you Long think that you think that Area 51 is part of NASA's like hoax to trick people? Yeah, I don't think it's area like I wouldn't like let's say me as a government, right? Make my main like let's say my main alien sending people uh, NASA, right? Or not NASA, sorry, Area 51. That's that place is dedicated to that. Yes. Oh. Everybody's attention on Area 51. So would you communicate, if you can, if you had the power to, would you communicate with space, right, at Area 51, or would you choose a different location to communicate? I would choose a different location to communicate if I had the power to. NASA can be like, my co, no, I'll tell NASA what to say. Or I'll tell, sorry, Area 51 what to say. Yeah, they'll they're the ones telling whoever so and so what to say out there. Yeah, so I think Area Fifty One was just one of those things. Just throw it out there, you know. If it, let's see how serious they are. If well, they don't like it. You believe that there's actually more about space and sorry, more about the water than there is about space. And if there are UFOs, haven't you told me before that you believe UFOs rather come from the water than space? I do. I do believe that. I believe that area, uh, like the um, spaceships, do come from water. I believe that spaceships, like do all the things, have always been near water. Most of them. Oh, so, then, what would you say about the polar ice caps melting and and the growth of water levels? Do you think that's the will of any sort of extra? Terrestrial species. Um. Yeah, I don't believe the whole global warming thing. I think that was big sham. Um, but <laughs> wait, what? You think global warming is a sham? It is. Yeah, absolutely. It's another topic that we're writing down that we're going to discuss in the future. But I mean, there's tons of evidence to prove that global warming is definitely. A thing that occurs on this planet. Yeah, even if it is the thing, I believe we've already figured out a solution to this problem. This is not a real problem. I think it's just a fake problem. Yeah, it's a problem that we already found a solution to. Even if it if it does exist and if it doesn't exist, it doesn't matter. We've already found a problem for it. A solution for it. Right. Well, look. Um, a lot of things. I mean, you you argue that there are so many aspects of our life that are hidden from us, from government agencies, and now we know that you extend this even to the realm of space and what's what's out in the great beyond. I yeah, I, I definitely believe you're blinded on all sides. Just focused on, all sides. We're just focused on, you know, you get up, you got to do your job, you get back home, that's it, you eat and you go to sleep and it's all the same. You'll, and you'll have, you know, one month vacation a year. Yeah, and you're, you're in, in check so that you don't cause too many problems, I imagine. Oh. Police officers enforce it. The end is, you know, the pyramid scheme. This whole everybody, everybody's in a pyramid scheme. Uh, 
pyramid scheme. We're all just one big pyramid scheme. We're all just one big pyramid scheme. Well, let's take a look at another space conspiracy. What about... Oh, here you go. NASA can travel faster than light. On being able to move at the speed of light, the EM drive has created years of speculation, with some breathlessly saying NASA must be on the verge of breaking the famed barrier. Yeah, that's whole stock market introduction thing. <laughs> that's, that's something you don't think is. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, like there is some fucking weird ass conspiracies, but there's one in particular. One more I want to focus on. Um, the dead cosmonaut. So we know definitively, at least I believe definitively, that the uh. Soviet Union put the first man in space, which was the cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin. Um, but according to the Judica Cordelia, the Judicia Cordelia brothers from Italy, Gagarin wasn't the first person. The brothers set up a listening station in Italy to intercept communication transmissions between ground operations and spacecraft for both American and Soviet missions. Weeks before Gagarin's successful flight, the brothers claimed to have detected and recorded radio transmission of a cosmonaut slowly dying while adrift in space. The Soviet Union denied the brothers' claims. Supporters of the theory believed the Soviet government hid the cosmonaut's death to preserve the country's reputation as a leader in space, space exploration. Uh, to this day, truth remains a, a huge mystery. Um, could have been the first of the moon. Who knows, right? I believe Russia or 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 America was first in the moon. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. But the first hey. out there in space. Basically, what this conspiracy theory is is arguing is that uh, there was an astronaut, a cosmonaut, sorry, who reached outer space before Yuri Gagarin. The Soviet Union, you know, let him die because it wasn't supposed to happen. Happened. Happened. I, I don't know how to answer that because what is it? What is it? it doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> doesn't like so. So if someone tells you, right, that oh, you know, America wasn't the first to be in the moon, right? It was Japan. And be like, okay. You have to keep in mind that uh, the Soviet Union and the American scientists who set up these programs from the very beginning kind of stole all the scientists from Nazi Germany in Operation Paperclip. Um, you know, to this day, we use a lot of Nazi scientific research as the foundation of a lot of different uh, scientific fields. Oh, who knows? Could have been very possible that it happened. Um, look, I got a, I got a real 
maker of a question here, but it comes with a bit of a, a little bit of an explanation. So hold on here, Mike. Um, who Neil deGrasse Tyson is? Who Neil deGrasse Tyson is? Yes. What does that even mean? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, he's an American astrophysicist, cosmologist, planetary scientist, author, and science communicator. He's the director of the Hayden Planetarium at the Rose Center for Earth and Space in New York. He's considered a um, leading authority on space and, and, and our universe. Okay, so he's okay. He's like yeah. the happy space thing. What about him? Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, has admitted that the mystery that keeps him awake at night is how that there are elements causing the universe's expansion, um, which has caused nearby galaxies to drift from our galaxy. What this means is that one day, nearby galaxy will be beyond our horizon. And those um, galaxies and what we've learned about them is how we know so much about space. The generation that comes after that event will not have the scientific proof of space and galaxies that we have. Um, and really the mystery, he argues, is that there already is lost proof and knowledge. Um, because these galaxies have, have you know, drifted already too much. Yeah, so basically um, they get closer to us, that was our prime time to know about them, and they drift away, right? Exactly, exactly. That was our prime time to know. But the mystery keeps him awake at night is what knowledge have we already lost? What knowledge have we already lost? Or mm -hmm. What could we have grasped them? Um, you got for me, Mike. Well, what knowledge do you think we lost in the years? The years, I think we lost. Well, that's a good fucking question. See, I gotta think. Oh, okay. Let's let's think about it like this. Uh, no, maybe met you know different species or something like that. Something else exists. Maybe. Didn't look close enough. Maybe there is water on everything, pretty planet. Interesting. Interesting. There was water on Mars, but hey, we found that out much later on, like into how much we know about Mars, right? Mm-hmm. Just came it just sprung up on us. Oh, there's water on Mars. That's crazy. I mean it's nuts, yeah. You know, it can hold a life form, which means that there's probably a life form. Ooh. There's life forms that we've lost knowledge about that we could have had access to. Yeah. Interesting. Now, you do believe that there's life forms out there. Yes, absolutely. I do. I like it. I, I like the, uh, the idea of it. I mean, there's so many different avenues you can, you can get down with it. Um, like I, I, I think we covered a lot of ground here today. We discussed a, a bunch of different conspiracies. Some of them you believe, some of them you don't. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just think that uh, this is such a vast topic, the idea of space, and, and we'll come back to it.
It's a big. It's a big top. Very big top. Some would say an infinite talk. Oh, 100%. <laughs> All right, Mike, let's get to the question portions. You know, our fans, our diehard fans out there really want to know what you think about their questions. So we're going to jump into it. Uh, let's see. Hopefully I have the right fucking one. from Ange the Man. Fantastic. Ange the Mange. Mike, our first question comes from Elon Rust from uh, Tesla, West Virginia. He asks, are there any space forces forcing space on us? Are there any, sorry? Are there any space forces forcing space on us? So does the space have a gravitational pull? You're asking me? I think what his question is referring to is, are there any um, governmental agencies really trying to force the idea of space onto us? Force it on? Not in a hurry to force anything onto anybody. Uh, They will gradually... Release information, of course, because they can't hold. How long are you gonna hold on to it, right? You can hold on to it as long as till somebody finds out or somebody slips up or something like that. But even even then, even if someone does slip up, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal because nobody will believe it. Um, what about government agencies? Do you think there's different national space forces that are kind of patrolling and and being property space, out in space? Well, uh, yeah, I do believe that. I believe we have people up there, too. Uh, so that we have our own Canadian sector of space? I don't know. I wouldn't go as far as Canada. But, yeah, probably the U.S. has it. have a probably some sort of base over there. Fair enough. Um, let's see. This one comes from Zamasu Benjo from... Uh, Washington, D.C. Why don't aliens want to communicate openly? Why don't aliens want to communicate openly? Um, If they're greater than us, as shown, right? If you have those, these kind of uh, cyclones just roaring the fucking earth very quick, that means they probably need, they do need something from us. They need something from down here. And Maybe they'll, you know, if they need only all they need to rule is like the the main one percent, and then they can you know, set the laws for the rest of us, and not just control the one percent, as opposed to try to control the whole country or like the whole sorry world. So you think? I mean, going back to the idea of like lizard people and stuff like that, you think either they are the one percent or they have control over the one. Yeah, maybe they are the chain of command, right? So why not start a chain of command? Instead of trying to make the world do whatever you want, just give somebody more than someone else. That difference, make it worth it for this guy to take control and command and hide these secrets, right? Because everybody has a price. Everybody has a price, no matter what. No matter how high you go up the chain, everybody's got a price. 
Where's kind of price? Well, he has a second part to the question. Um, Technology-wise, they're clearly ahead of us. Are we really a threat to them? Um, us being a threat is like if we were to self-destruct, right? So if we were to self-destruct, their life will be probably 300 times harder, a thousand times harder. Like it'll just make the biggest difference because whatever they're taking from us or whatever we're providing them in the end of the day, maybe it's something that's like fuel their spaceships. Like they need it here, like some mineral that we have. So why not make them mine it, make us mine it, us mm. bring it up pop to them and you know have it on a platter instead of the alien having to go and pick the mine out like or the whatever the mineral bringing it to back to fuel the ship really in in your opinion we are just dumb apes at the mercy of aliens you heard it here folks there you go now last question is from hades solomon from thunder bay ontario he asks space Answer time travel. Say that again. Is space the answer to time travel? Space the answer to time travel? Um, could be because, like, I believe that gravity is different up there, which changes something, right? It changes. It changes. It does change time just by gravity, right? So, like, your gravitational pull changes fast you're going to get somewhere right always have like a base time and then we have a negative and then we have a plus right? it makes you go faster like you know has a more a downforce or something like that i don't know about the scientific evidence of that, but one i think it would have something to do with it i don't know enough or anything you know, about enough about time travel or enough about space like as them you know a co- coalition you know fighting together I think it does have something to do. It will have something to do with it. Fair enough. Beautiful. Well, um, Mike, I, I think we, we fleshed out this topic. We answered some fantastic questions. And, uh, you know, is there anything else you'd like to say on the topic? Um, no, that was a great topic. It was good. It was a good argument. And thank you, everybody out there listening. Beautiful. Well, I'm your host, uh, George. This is your co-host, Mike. And uh, we are signing off. See you guys later. All right, guys.